Gary. I'm Emery. I'm Martin. I like chocolate milk. This is the Anime Alchemist Podcast. Episode 27. Right? I think so. Yeah, because 26 was Christmas. Hey, it's also December 27th. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, yo. That's a little cool. Yeah. If you're listening to this, happy late Christmas, I guess. Happy, happy, or merry holidays. Merry holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about some anime. Spoiler warning. Okay, so there's this like new genre of anime that I am trying to, uh, what's the like phrasing for this, envelop myself into? Because like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm oversaturated by all the like basic... The basic shonen battle anime. Anime's like I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm way over that. Like I've also taken in a lot of fantasy anime recently, so I'm a little burnt on that too. So like, I'm kind of like looking some like for some like slice of lifey stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And like we all watched like the beginning watch of Citrus. Romance. Yeah, just watch romance. Citrus is good, bro. I Citrus finished it. Good. Citrus. I've been Citrus watching it. I've been watching really it. Good. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been watching it. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. And like, bro. Yeah. So spicy. So, um, this one that me and uh, Cyrano found, we were just like, we were just looking for something to watch. Like, that's something like me and him just do. We, we'll like in the mornings before work, we sit, we'll watch like an episode of something together. And uh, over the moon for you. Yeah. And so, dude, it's, it's only, I think like 12 or 13 episodes. Okay. And like essentially this, this dude, he like has his life mapped out. Like he's just like he's like a little prodigy child, but he's like also very just super sweet. Okay. And he's like going about his life one day and out of nowhere, boom, he sees her. The love of his life. Like the like that that's it. Like he just knows it's her. Mm-hmm. And so he like unknowingly steps out into traffic. And he's going to get hit by a car. And you're like, oh, shit. Whoop, there's the Issa truck. Isakai truck. We all, know, we all know where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Psych. It's the Isakai truck. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's an actual thing, bro. Yeah. It's a trope. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she ends up saving him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And cool. so, like, she saves him. And, like, she, like, walks off. But then, like, he's like, oh, my God. Like, no, I have to. I have to, like to talk to her i have to like know who this woman is so he like chases her through like a snowstorm to like a little like like bus stop right and like he as he like gets in there he like explains he's like like you're the most beautiful girl i've ever seen like please like can i be your girl or can you be my girlfriend right essentially gets to that Mm -hmm. and she goes okay but okay only if you'll marry me and he just goes, hi. And then the sheer fact that like he was in an accident and he had two broken legs, he then collapsed. Oh, he oh just shit. After, like, and then he, he went into legs. a coma for like three months. Two, he had two broken legs. Mm-hmm. From the car accident. Uh-huh. And he like ran and chased her. Like the adrenaline got him there. He didn't even got feel anything. him to like talk to the girl. And, and then like, after that, oh, dude, that's awesome. Okay, so then he he goes into a coma for three months, wakes up, failed that year for school, had to do it all over again, had to do cram school, 
And then like he like like two years goes by. He's now like 18, right? And like he's like got his own place and like he has a job and like he's his own like person, right? And he like still thinks about her every once in a while. And then like casually like one day like he opens the door and boom, she's there. Like she came and found him. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me anymore. I gotta go watch this shit, bro. Oh, that sounds really. Oh good. man. It wrote the. It, it is. It is so good. So good. And what is it called? Um. It's like uh, I think it's Togakawa Over the Moon for You. Okay. Okay. Huh. Wow. That sounds really good. Actually, that was a very good pitch. Just like the first half of the episode. First episode. That's it. Man. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I have to watch that. I planned on watching it because I finished Citrus, but but you know I was like fucking around, like rewatching other random shit here and there. Nice. Before I actually started watching something. No, okay, no, no. I got something. Uh, like I watched that on my lunch break from now on. Do you know what I'm watching right now? Oh, nice, dude. I haven't watched season two, so don't tell me anything after season one. From what I've seen from like the first two episodes, I dig it. But you need to fill that noggin with as much shonen bullshit as you possibly can. I mean, I mean, I mean, being being a man of culture will make him appreciate that's true aspects of the shonen as well. That's what made. Oh, that's a good point because it does make talking to Jesse like kind of fun because he watches like way more. Oh, dude, he's more he's more culturally like diverse on that side. He's seen so much like like slice of life stuff. Hmm. There are a lot that I have like on my list that I want to watch too. So. It's like, all a matter oh, of just like falling into that rabbit hole, honestly. The, the one I did tell you about, though, it is it is a, uh, an award winning. Really, award winning? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the intro, slaps. Bet, nice. Bet, fucking bet. See, I always, I always like throw curveballs out there and be like, "Oh, check this out, right?" And it's like something that, like, you haven't watched before. Like when I got you on, uh, like sports anime. Oh yeah, you know, you were like, "Oh shit, I didn't know I would like this." Right, mm-hmm. Jesse, when he got on romance anime, he was like, "Oh damn, that feels like me. that's me right now." On like, yeah. these romance ones, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been kind of watching a lot more like romance than shonen, but I've also been dipping my head into like kind of like like fantasy stuff, but stuff involving like ancient like knowledge or beings oh yeah 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 like it's just fun to see like a world change some more time piece pieces kind of stuff right now right oh yeah dude you know i love those like whenever whenever i was watching golden Komoi. yep bro that was my shit that was that was that was good vinland saga like that's also a period i've also been watching that was fucking oh y'all been watching that yeah it's good have you met thorkel Yes. There's Thor's and Thorfinn. He's Thor's son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's Thor Kell. They're just they're just about to go to war. So. There's this when you see this dude with like giant like hatchet or battle axes and like a bandana, bro. I love this guy. Okay. He's 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 so cool. I feel like you'll love him too. I think I've seen some TikToks of him. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Period pieces have been... I've added more of those to the watch list. Like, okay, let me check this out. There's nothing new seasonal that's colorful and fun that doesn't draw my attention. Heike, I'm like a child, bro. If it's colorful and fun, I'll watch it to begin with. (laughs) Like, that's how we ended up watching Slime. Let's be real. That's true. And Goblin Slayer. And Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh, dude. Isn't that supposed to be getting a new season? Yep. Oh, I can't there's, wait. There's a lot more, actually. I know I know. last episode we talked about some animes that are supposed to be coming out this next year. So many animes are coming out this this year, bro. How, so many. How caught up on World Trigger are you? Honestly, I don't remember. I'm waiting on you. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting on you to I watch don't. season three of World Trigger. I know. He told he tells me this at home too. He's like, "Yeah, we're waiting on Emery." Are you, have you seen it? No, I haven't even started. I'm waiting I'm, on you. I'm in. I'm in the spot where. Um, <clears throat> spoiler warning: where like. Zenosama. Zenosama? Uh-huh. With the little fake, uh, oh, with the, the, the like, with the Lilith? Yeah. Okay. Have you, have you, hmm, have you seen more of the Rank Wars? Have you seen a, a, a scorpion that it can, like, double extend? Like the use of scorpion, you know, you know, scorpion, like the ability, the true mm-hmm. weapon, scorpion. That, yeah. Uh, um, I wanna. Yes, I swear there was there was there was some like rank wars going on right before this like whole like invasion. Well, they happened. went to go train, and then like they kind of like crash land because they're running away. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, there's one dude that's... I think it's crazy they have, like, full-blown triggers that can, like... Yeah, it, it's insane. Okay, so so after all this, the rank wars, like, shit's fucking crazy. Like, watching those rank wars after all this, I was like, more people need to watch this show. Like, gamers specifically. Like, and like people who enjoy, like I don't know, when we were playing Splitgate, mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched some some World Trigger. I'm like, damn, it really be feeling like that though, because they're, they're, they're it's all about like strategy and positioning and like the use of your weapon and how you use it, right? Mm-hmm. And like how how you traverse the map, right? And then they they legit like I don't I don't I wouldn't necessarily they have a respawn, but they like, you know. They spawn out like it's a simulation. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's rank wars. Like they're playing a game against each other to train. Like I don't. And know. like I just thought it work up the rank system essentially. But it get it gets crazy though because they take this shit super serious. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's cool. I didn't think about that aspect of it. Okay, okay. Gotta watch this shit. I'm telling you, I'm trying to like 
it just all that doesn't interest me right now. Don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Watch an episode a day, even if it's like twenty minutes of you being like, uh, "Why can't it be over?" Just put in twenty minutes a day, please. And like, I always feel guilty. Well, like fifteen. I feel guilty because like sometimes when I put it on, bro, like I'll be watching it and I'll get into it, and then I'm like, "Oh, they're talking too much." And I look at my phone and I'm like, "Oh, wait, no, 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 I shouldn't be doing this." And I'll be like. <laughs> they're talking too much I'm you like, really don't like dialogue at all i just <laughs> trying to talk me out of shonen <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how you got through hunter hunter like all those explanations you're sitting there like oh the whole narrator in the chimera and oh man no, just that know. like the explanation of like men and shit like i feel like there was a point where i had to rewind it a couple times for you and be like no read this i I watch this shit (laughs) (laughs) like put your phone down bitch are you you sure i've called you out many times i've been like i've told you many times oh yeah 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 like you know japanese i do that to pablo do you yeah, whenever I try to show him stuff, I'm like, pay attention. Like, I know when he doesn't pay attention and it's okay, I let it. I'll be like, all right, it's okay. But if he needs to pay attention to a certain part, I get his attention. I'm like, hey, you need to watch this. <laughs> I'm like that guy. And then the fucking shithead does the same thing. Sorry. Not, not sorry. Him. We're not sorry. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't I mean, him for doing it either. It's kind of, it's important. I'm happy. If anything, I'm happy he's around while you're watching this shit. And Emery, you would probably do that to me if I was watching, say, like Harry Potter or something. Yeah, you're probably right. Stop. Look, look, this is important. This is cool. That's me. What do you think of this? Oh, that was actually, you know what? Yeah, every time he puts on something I've already seen, I'm just like, hey, hey, what's your phone down? I do it too. So, yeah, okay, I get it. And then I think about it. So that was a nice tangent. That was a fat tangent. I don't yeah, know what I, you're talking I, bro, about. Bro, like, I was just trying to convince you guys on an anime, and we went on all that, and, you know. Okay, so, like, a new segment we have is we like to talk about anime-related games, right? So, like, we talked about Pokemon last week. So I thought, well, why not this week? Let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, man. I wasn't expecting that. Like... I love it because it's very, it, it, it allows me to like live through my nostalgia, like any time of the day. I, and, but like at the same time, like, you know, like you get to see all your favorite cards and like, you know, you can make your own deck with like all your favorite cards. But, you know, at the same time, like the PVP aspect and like acquiring powerful decks to like slap people's shit is so amazing. Low key sometimes, sometimes it's like, you know how mom and dad buy scratchers yeah yeah like sometimes opening those packs looking for those ultra rare and super rare cards like it's just like come on baby come on that's our gamble that's our addiction like give me 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 a good pack give me something good and when you see that like like little shine or extra little effect on it you're like oh baby here we go you're just like oh shit bursts yeah oh or your character comes in with like the little ching you're just like oh yeah i'll show your character and you, then, like, you'll have, like, one of those... Uh, like, charismatic, like... like uh, How to explain it? 
like a glow. Yeah, like a glow coming off of it. You'll you'll understand when you start opening packs. I just started like really playing heavy again today. It's oh man, it's so much fun. I bought myself a Cyber Dragon starter deck. I recommend everybody pick it up if you love Yu-Gi-Oh. Just... It is a little pay to play sometimes because it it costs a lot. Of, like getting all the cards to get a meta deck can it can be a lot, but if if you take the time to farm gems and like, like play events and, and grind for the gems and like you can get those meta decks. It's just oh, yeah. like just a matter of grinding. Yeah, on, honestly, it, like it, like if you do things right. You can you can get a lot of gems. If I'm not mistaken, what was uh that that deck my last meta deck I had? Um They just nerfed the shit out of it. The Fortune Lady? No, the other one. Um Uh the Was it the Vampire? No. Oh god. The Dark Lords? The Dark Lords deck. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I made that deck. It had it had seven ultra rares in there that were like necessary yeah and you got all of them yeah Yeah. uh, i reset that box like three times three times it's and like that one that one i I don't think i ever like spent money on gems like i just grinded and i obtained as much gems as possible and i just dumped it there constantly for like probably like i want to say like two three weeks it's cool too because they have like they have like the the KC cup like the yeah cup, the Kyra you know? cup and and they and like you you go up against a bunch of people and like you can actually like if you win this shit oh you yeah can, you, you can. could actually like go to Japan and duel like because you won and duel for like, like the the championship it's crazy like it's like a like a, like a big hole actually like and, like you can win money and shit for it like you can you can actually. Like, like actually move up the ladder and do something with that. It's, and it's, it's so crazy. complex too. Like when we started like looking at it yesterday, dude, there's so many different combinations. Oh yeah. I was like, I was fascinated watching y'all two play. First of all, Gary, oh my God, you fiend. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking fiend. The man is, the man has no hesitation yeah. when sending somebody to the shop. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like I want to get that good. That's a good way to put that. It really is. Oh, were you watching him like oh you were you watching him on Duel Links play? Not on Duel Links, no, I'm Oh no him. Oh yeah, in real life, yeah, yeah, he wrecks our shit. But like also watch him in the game. Oh I it's, bet like yeah. Yeah. Just, just play him once. Play him once against his Buster Blader deck. Just a oh. humble humble <laughs> Against my Buster Blader deck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kinda scary. The DNA surgery Buster Blader combination is it's just busted. it's unfair. So Buster Blader when he's on the field. Um, he gets, you know, uh, any dragon, any, um, dragon monsters, he like gets a bonus for them being on the field. Mm-hmm. Right. And he deals piercing damage. He just can't attack directly. Right. Um, but like you can use your opponent's monsters for fusion material too. And one of the trap cards is DNA surgery. So you, just activate the trap card. Now all the monsters on the field are dragon monsters. Oh, fuck. yeah. And then you can f- use the material to fuse. Yep. All dragon monsters are forced into vent- to vent's position because of Buster Bladers. Yep. Oh, my effect. God. And he still so does he piercing just, damage. Boom. <laughs> attacks. Boom. Attacks. 
It just can't attack directly. Damn, but you don't even need to when you have like, like all yeah, of them. Like you're doing piercing damage, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like your biggest defense against that is um, you don't play more monsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Until he brings out something else to like, mm-hmm. then do you in? Jesus. Yeah, it's some fuckery. It's, it's it is some fuckery. fuckery. <laughs> it's some fun fuckery though. I bet it yeah, is. Yeah, it's cool. But I, I don't know. I like it. It's nostalgic. It's fun. There's a it lot is highly of addictive. Like, yeah, it's highly addictive. There's a lot of strategies too. Like that's oh, yeah. the, that's the most interesting part. Like they had added a feature, so we like started playing as soon as it dropped. We started playing. Oh um, yeah. They added this feature to it, and it was called replay. Right, so you could go back and watch other people in ranked matches, like high level ranked matches, duel, and mm-hmm. like use their deck and see their plays like you couldn't use their deck but you could watch them and use their deck mm-hmm. and see their plays and you get like one side perspective but you can see the whole the whole duel fast forward like pause stop at any point right like oh how'd you do that and go back it's it's pretty cool that it's, came in handy yeah it, it was cool because it gave us like ideas like oh there's actually more concepts out there for like interesting complex complex decks and then we discovered this guy on YouTube, and he has this website too, called Dual Links Meta. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, bruh. Yeah. When we when we found the those meta decks and started building them and like taking them into the KC Cups and and like all the different tournaments, bro, we were slaughtering it. It was crazy. absolute slaughtering. Like like multiple times, the lady I live with, like she got. King of Game, King, yeah, yes, multiple times. Multiple so times. She was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. What does Sarah normally run? Like, what's her go-to? Whatever's meta when she like thinks it's oh. pretty. Okay, yeah, honestly, whatever's pretty. But she does have a ferocious blue eyes deck. Really? If if, if, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and like the same cards are still like viable, yeah, no, it's very unfair. But yeah, yeah, Dual Links is fun. I want you to, like, take a moment and think throughout anime, okay? Like, About what throughout anime? Specific individuals that you would say have a over-ordinary, like, battle sense. And, like, let's, like, talk about, like, who you might consider being, like, the best. Like, one that I, like... Like, first, like, I mean, I would argue Luffy. That man adapts to all situations, like, mo- like in the moment. Like, like every second, it's like his brain is processing what's going on around. And he's then, like, adapting him. Like, like you don't realize it, but Luffy's implicating plans and, like, setting pieces. And he's got super quick reflexes. It, it, like and like and like he he uses that to his advantage and sets him up himself up for like counter blows. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay, but what about Baki Hanma? He's got an incredible battle sense. Incredible battle sense. That man is a monster. What about what about Kitawa? See, I was going to tell you. He's got an insane battle center. Or, or battle Hisoka. Um, I was going to say. Hisoka, yeah. Um, I'm going to say it, and I know what your counter is going to be. Madara Uchiha. 
I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got a good, good battle sense. Granted, but. like Hashirama, in my opinion, is still on another level. No, Hashirama just strunk. <laughs> he just, he just Goku'd his way through that. Like, like, let's be real. It was, it was, it was nothing about like skill or finesse or like, like sense of battle. It was just like he Goku'd his way through Hashirama that. Hashirama yeah. just naturally. He's a Hashirama. Did. There's Hashirama cells. Like if, if, if Goku or if, if Dragon Ball went down the route that that Naruto did, and they're like, oh, scientific weapons, right? Like that whole thing with Boruto. Uh-huh. They would weaponize and Hashirama cells. They would weaponize Goku cells. Oh wait. That already happened. They, you know what's funny? They cell. No, but oh, they started. Oh, oh my god, with, fucking cell. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but they started more like scientific weapons and stuff like the scouters, the blasters and stuff like that. That's more like early on and then they kind of like outgrew it, which is weird because it's like the opposite of what Naruto and Boruto and all that are doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Facts. Yeah. Facts. Huh. Huh. Well, they oh, you know what it was? It was like, oh, here's all these interesting like new things. And it's like, oh no, we we've got past that. Those aren't shit to us. They're too powerful. <laughs> no, real it's like a low key power scaling that yeah I mean let's be real Dragon Ball he wasn't ever too great with uh, with power scaling yeah, no accurate I Very think after accurate. after Namek it just got a little bit out of hand um, in Namek it got a bad <laughs> bit out of hand <laughs> okay battle sense like Vegeta uh, Toto 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 oh yeah Damn, that's a good one. Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying yeah, to think of one from like Magi. Gojo. From Magi? Yeah, I mean, Gojo's just. Gojo's, Gojo's Gojo. Gojo's Gojo, bro. He's just naturally like. Okay, well, what about our boy? Itadori? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. he does have a. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I'm just so used to him being called Yuji. Yuji. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar, yeah. I mean, yeah, he does. He did adapt very quickly. Uh huh. Then I mean, oh yeah, Inosuke. Oh yeah, that's like his whole thing is battle yeah, sense. That's so true. Shinra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinra from Fire Force. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's been times where he's like, just I, I I wouldn't say battle sense. People characters with battle sense would be those characters that are flying in and they're like, oh shit, Captain Obi. And then they has get like sense. smacked. You know. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I agree. But like, he, I think Captain Obi would have more battle sense. Captain than Obi, yeah, he ain't got he's, no powers. He's, he yeah, has he's to a, have. He's a non-power. Powers. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holy shit, Captain Obi with the win. He's the goat, though. Like how Fucking he came right in he is. at that at that like radiation plant or whatever, like that experimentation place, and he's just like boom, like punches through all that. That, that was crazy. Yeah. I need to rewatch uh, Fire Force again. Battle sense. I don't know. I don't know who would be the top. Luffy definitely up there though. Luffy's really, really up there, but like eh, it's That's just a thought. What character is most cat like? You know you know what character in fiction has the best battle sense? Spider Man. 
Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know me. You know. You know me. I thought of another uh, quick. Oh, one. I didn't say anime. I said fiction. Midoriya. No. Well, yes, but Bakugan. okay. Oh, ah, yeah, that's so. true. That's very true. Yeah. After he got that danger sense thing, it was kind of hey, that was we already said the jump. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see. <laughs> but um, damn, that man going heavy spoilers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like way down. We're all caught. <clears throat> uh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. But Bakugo honestly showed it from like early on. You know, like how he adapts his like abilities and stuff like that when he oh, yeah. fought Midoriya too. Like I thought that was really impressive of him, and he's always like, you know, he's bettering himself, but like very very well oh yeah very like in a like like in like a very like he doesn't plateau much like he seems yeah. to like be ever like growing it's steady very growth steady, yeah, and very it's steady crazy growth. because midoriya gets like he has all these hacks and he he's like he's got this new ability and it's new to him so he's like excelling even more and growing more rapidly than he is right mm-hmm uh-huh. Right. And like he's just kind of more strong than he is, even though he's he hasn't he isn't as more experienced. But Bakugo kept working hard, man. I like how Bakugo, even like when he like finds out Midoriya gets a new quirk, he's like, OK, fuck, I have to find a way to like keep up with that. And then he's like, oh, you're going to learn how to fly. Ah, I already learned how to fly. Bitch, I'm already ahead of you. Guess what? <laughs> like, haha, you have to waste your time with that. I already learned that. Like, I already know how to fly. Midori is just like, ah, oh, well, I'll just get better at it than you. I'll just get better at it. Right. Yeah, Loki. I love the relationship now. I really do. Me too. Me too. But I, th- I honestly thought, uh, um, yeah, you, you remember, you remember the bicycle guy from from One Punch Man? Yeah. What's his name? Bicycle Hero. Bicycle Hero. Moonman Moonman Rider. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Bicycle Hero Moonman Rider. Well, he's like uh, the number one B or C rank. Yeah. Hero, I think. Yeah. And uh, Moonman Rider. Yeah, yeah. Moonman Rider. Who's yeah. the guy with the glasses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 the guy with the glasses oh. from from My Hero. The guy with the glasses. Oh, wait, which guy with the glasses? Oh, Ida. Oh, yeah. Ida. Oh, Ida. <laughs> like, bro, they kind of did Ida like Moomin Rider. He's just like, I thought he was going to be like an actual character who's like important, you know? And mm-hmm. then they just kind of like sidelined him hard as fuck. Like, over here now, mm-hmm. thanks. Thanks like, for your... After that stain thing, it's like, oh, bet. So this is this is a three. Like we're gonna see them because yeah. Bakugo doesn't fuck with them. And then it's like, oh no, Bakugo fucks with them. Never mind. We'll push him out <laughs> of the way. Right. It's Todoroki, Midori, and Bakugo. Oh. Yeah, they like sidelined him hard as a bitch. Dude, even Kirishima gets some good moments. Honestly, for real. Oh, I love. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love Kirishima. I, I think we've said this before, and I, I we're gonna keep shitting on him now. By the way, but like, yeah, Kirishima is obviously like the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's, he's clearly the fourth over everybody else. Yeah, he gets more screen time than Ida. That's for sure. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. I'm even so, even even what's his name, little crow boy. Oh, I swear we've yeah, said yeah, this yeah, too. Yeah, we do, we he, keep he, coming he, back to he this. He comes up more often. 
he's more important to the plot. Like, there's so many characters that could just got sidelined hard yeah. as fuck. Even, even, um, uh, Sparky Boy. Uh, uh, Karishima? No, that's no, or no, no. um, uh, right? It starts with a K, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, no, it does. Huh? Kaminari. 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 Yeah. Even Kaminari had that big moment. That big moment. Oh, that yeah. Thing that was yeah. going on. That one thing. And he was like the big thing involving it. That's right. Oh, my God. That's coming up, right? <sighs> yep. Yeah. And uh, people are nice. That I'm, uh, people are lucky we're nice. We could have like spoiled that, that big reveal. That's true. Yeah. I can be an ass and I can just spoil some crazy shit right now. Ace dies in one piece. Oh my god. What? <laughs> what do you say? Ace dies in one piece. Oh my well, now god. Now we've said it twice. Oh, you said it twice. On the one piece topic though. Oh what? So hit me with that anime leader of the uh the week music. But this week we got Odin. Oh. And like you're gonna have to convince my ass, cause you don't I'm, think so. Like he's he's really like. Now, granted, I kind of just came up with this on the fly because, like, <laughs> it, honestly, it was because of the last One Piece episode, which we'll get into, you know, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I love Odin, bro. Odin was just Odin such a so good. <laughs> yeah, he was just such like a nice addition to the story, in my opinion. That makes every fight. After you know the backstory, that much more relevant and that much more important and impactful, right? Because now you know the reason behind it. You know the reason why all of these scabbards, like, you know, are doing what they're doing. They could have just kind of, like, let it go and lived their new lives, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe even, like, moved away from Wano, but they have so much respect for Odin and, like, the true, you know, what is it, um leader the name for the leader of wano shogun shogun like you know for the true shogun the one who rightfully deserves that that they're willing to go to war and sacrifice their lives time and time again to uphold that right for someone who's been dead for 20 years to some to some of them right like that that takes a lot of character in my opinion and i feel like that shows that he is a really good leader in that sense granted you know there's a lot of stuff that he did that wasn't you know very leader like like when you know him leaving wano in the first place probably is like the biggest thing you know he wanted yeah. to go and sail the world you know rather than take up the responsibility right? well they followed him without him wanting to be followed yeah they followed True. him from the beginning he didn't even want it they saw that that leader in him before he saw it in himself you know yeah so that's what that's i see personally. Mm. you know there was something there and honestly that that's pretty much it it's just like i see how and like even their fighting styles you know again with the episode that just came out like we saw the way they mimic his like two sword style right that's something that like you look up to somebody as like a leader you know and they were all fighting for that to be you know you know what i think like it is that like seems to like attract like people towards these specific characters it's their like it's their sense of freedom 
Mm-hmm. Like, their sense of I don't give a fuck. Like, like I'm gonna do what I want. And yeah. like, like all all of it. Like it. Like that. Yes. Like their sense of like not and like not being tied down and held down by anything. And like, even think about it. Like, if Luffy wants people to be free, yeah, they're gonna be free. Like, like, you know, and it's not like because, like, he know. Well, I don't know how to put it right. Uh, like, he understands that like every piece of life deserves freedom, mm-hmm. and to go out and experience the, like the best that he can. But then also at the same time, he still himself wants to be like the freest person out there mm-hmm. and like that that like actual like genuine lack of like like complete selflessness i think that's like what like kind of starts to like attract, attract those people, people yeah to them. yeah i see they odin and luffy share a lot of characteristics like you know like odin wanted wano to be free and like open <clears throat> and like you know experience mm-hmm. all that so i don't know yeah yeah, um, I mean, they're still following him after his death. His death was meaningful, just like Rogers. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. I mean, though, even through through dancing and being a fool for for some time, he saved tons of people. That's um, yeah. That's yeah. the next point that I was going to bring up. Like that right there just shows that like he cares about his people yeah and his country roger roger okay he joins whitebeard's crew roger meets him fights him and is like i want you to join my crew like like a leader sees another like the potential and another Another, yeah you know what i mean that's a excellent point that and he started setting up momo early yeah, Momo was Momo was studying and like practicing the sword and shit. Every time I see Momo, like in in, in like different parts of flashbacks, like he's sitting there training, training uh-huh. with his sword, like he's he's been training. Yeah, like that's that's the cool part to me. It's like he actually and they show it. So like from from that part point way back then all the way till now, like yeah, he's, he's been, been training. training, huh? Dang, he is a devoted samurai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Zoro's been around for some of it, so I'm sure he stood like stood there and like smacked his ankle and been like, "Your positioning's off." Like smacked his wrist, like your grip. When Kimon's not looking around, I bet. Oh, especially while they've been sitting there, like during that like prep. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's like improved a lot because he's around other swordsmen who can like instruct him a little bit i mean Luzoro has a two sword style yeah yeah and like momo's practicing to to like be okay. the successor okay. of yeah. the two sword style i'm sorry yes. this got way uh-huh. off topic i know it did. It did. but it did. Still. No, you're talking about stuff that like trust me i was gonna bring back up later so like with that we're just gonna take a break <laughs> okay You you were saying like before we went on break, you were saying that 
you made me stop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What, how 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 are you gonna bring this back, bro? Like, I know a regular thing on this podcast and on my TikTok is Momonosuke for Nakama. Okay. Oh, that's how he's gonna bring it back. Oh shit. But today, I'm about to say why Momo has to stay in Wano. What? <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> what? Why? No. Yes. Because of this most recent episode, a little piece of information was given that I was like, well, damn, there's a good reason that he would have to stay in Wano. Okay, lay it on me. Give me give me a good reason. Give me a good reason he should stay in Wano. I don't believe you. Momonosuke is the rightful uh, person to take up the Odin style two sword technique. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. The people who can teach him that, pretty sure they're gonna stay in Wano. They don't die. Guess Zoro doesn't know Odin style, so like, like Kiyomon or Denjiro or Dogstorm, like somebody's gonna have to teach. Like somebody has to teach Momonosuke Odin two sword style. What if Zoro picked it up? L- Zoro's really, really, really fucking smart. He he made his own techniques. Like yes, he, yes. He, he saw he saw the thrust at Thriller Bark and was like, mm, mm. I can do that. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Like maybe like if he sees them using it like against Kaido, he can be like, huh, never thought of it like that. Or he sees. Momonosuke practice it and he's just like hmm. Hmm. Well, the movement makes sense actually okay. Get incorporate that. okay okay I'm just saying just like <sighs> Momonosuke has to be the one to carry on two swords now like he okay. even he even said it when they were all arguing they were like oh oh it'll be me like it'll be me and then like even Momonosuke turned around and interrupts and he's like no it won't it'll be me they were like and then they all like when they were like, "Oh, you're right." And then they even all like walked away. So what if what if he left and traveled with them, right? And and when he does, like Kiyomon goes with him because he says he's been the retainer. He he pretended that that was his son when the Straw Hats first met him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So Kiyomon for Nakama too. Uh, well. I'm not saying Kiyomon from Nakama. I'm saying Momonosuke from Nakama. But, you know, Kiyomon could join up for a little tour. You know? Kiyomon could see the adventure that his, like, his that, late that, master... Yeah, that like, Odin didn't go on. Or that he didn't Odin, go on like, with Odin. Yeah. Hmm. That's a nice thought. I like that. Now, let's be real. In in the end game of everything going on, I feel like the samurai and the minks are gonna be strong allies for us. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like with everything that's gonna happen after Wano ends, because let's to be real, when Wano ends, like the Some shit with Sabo, the shit yeah. with Vivi and Cobra, like Reverie, all that stuff, like Kuma, everything's gonna boil down to something, and like mm-hmm. shit's gonna go down. And we're we're going. I mean, we're gonna need reinforcements, bro. Like I expect them to be involved, anyways. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I kind of feel like they're not gonna stay in Wano. It's more gonna be like, all right, we're gonna meet here. I can, yeah. I, I'll see. I'll see y'all there. Like how it was with 
with um like when they left uh dress rosa no not dress rosa before the uh, time zo zo thank oh, you okay. i was gonna say zunisha <laughs> i mean you're when they wrong. left zo they're like all right i'll see you in wano mm-hmm. right like oda's been kind of making it a regular thing to like split the crew up because they're capable yeah they're capable on their own we don't need the full crew in one place often right mm-hmm. this is a big deal so we're gonna need the full crew like this is an all-out war luffy said it himself this is an all-out war yeah um you know they're gonna kick everybody's asses right this next phase probably gonna be an all-out war too oh yeah i mean he said that that yeah, after okay. wano he's gonna draw like the greatest war he's ever drawn so wouldn't you expect them to be like kind of? Oh no, yeah, I have, I I'm I'm I would say that like after Wano, we might get you know, like a a little mini arc or a adventure on an island before we like get the big crazy end game shit. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be like during that arc is when it's like okay, hey, calling reinforcements right before it's like hey, we're gonna meet you. Here. Here, yeah, and then we're gonna go. Okay, well, yeah. When they go to that th- place and do the thing, and then yeah, I can see that because, like, like at the end of like, like at the end of like, Wano is like this whole like, honestly, like, like, kind of end of like a big. It, I mean, yes, Luffy's taking on the Yonko because like that's what he has to do as like the pirate king, but like at the same time, like this has all been like for like the past like. I mean, excluding Whole Cake, you know, you know, Wano, Zoe, Dress Rosa, and part of Punk Hazard has all been this like kind of like alliance favor that he's kind of been doing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it went from, well, like, at first it was for just Law, but then it became for Law and, and the Samurai, the Samurai, and, and then the Minks, slash the Minks, and like after the shit that happened with them, and it's like once you know, it, like everything's done, you know, and like Luffy's obviously gonna turn around and be like, I gotta go do this now, and like they're all just gonna turn around and be like, Oh yeah, no, then we're going. Like if you need help, you've helped. Us. I don't know how I can repay you. Like we'll follow you. Yeah. And then, they, like, I can see that's how it'll be, like... Kind of like what happened in Dressrosa with the Straw Hat Fleet, right? Like, you know, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. He saved us from all this, you know, dress, um, Doflamingo's toy shit, right? Let us know when you need her help, like... I love how it was uh, Usopp who did it, but they're like, I'm gonna follow Luffy, because that's the man that God Usopp follows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, damn. <clears throat> okay, so... We we've talked a little bit about episode um one thousand and four, but like something that uh I think we all we kinda like all us or like understood or like figured out during the episode. So for the past twenty years, Dendro, um Dendro, Ashura, Dogstorm, like Good majority of them. Nekamamushi, uh, um, Kawamatsu, he, Kawamatsu, Kawamatsu, and then uh, the uh, Okiku wasn't there. It's the other one. It's Izo, 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 Those f- those six. They have been. Like, they've been around for twenty years. Yeah, right. That that's twenty years of training. Mm-hmm. 
It's 20 years of experience. Mm-hmm. And those other four? Like... Or other three, I guess? Uh, no, is it four? Uh, Kinemon, Conjuro, because you have to count him, too. He's yeah, one. yeah. Right, um, off. Uh, Rizo. Rizo. And, and uh, Kiku. Mm-hmm. Okay, so four of them. So, okay. So three, three really, that are fighting Kaido. Yeah. Okay. But then, like, you got Kiyomon, who's, like, like, his, like, Odin style is, like, on par and, like, keeping up with, like, the other three who've, like, clearly just gotten stronger. Yeah, like, in terms of scaling, like, maybe maybe this is, like, a plot hole with the power scaling or, like, they were just that impressive back then. But, like, they're standing they're standing tall next to or like Kiamon standing strong and kinda like leading the charge next to the people like Denjiro who have been around for twenty years, who have been like he he's clearly been frustrated, you know. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, all those years him sitting there angry, pissed off. And like he finally snapped and like started doing shit. But like, let's be real, he's still a samurai. Like he's still trained. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just, he's angry, right? Mm-hmm. So, to, to, to think that somebody who's as strong as Dendro, because we saw Dendro, like, swat off one of Zoro's attacks. It, it was, it took effort, but, he, like, he did it. It was like, damn, okay. And he cut that like, Who's this too, guy? He did, yeah, he did yes. cut that with one swipe, just. He he took up like that place of like the scariest like underworld swordsman, like mm-hmm. in those twenty years. Think about this, Dogstorm. He has to train that entire fucking unit. He has to stay strong. That entire like those twenty years. Think about it. He ran that like the daytime. Mm-hmm. Like, who's gonna make sure that all his people are strong? Dogstorm. So like he has to be they like did a fantastic job. Yeah, I like had. and they were like and, and there was no weak member of either of those units. So like you know like Dogstorms kept it up. Ashura like she kept it up. Nekamamushi too. Like Ashura, I don't know because like it seemed like he kind of the twenty years kind of took a toll on him. But he ran he ran like with the bandits and kind of like mm-hmm. took care of the. Like the the poor people of the town. What, yeah. What's that town called? Oh, oh, I can't remember. Okuba. I don't know. I don't remember. What but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you know, he kind of he kind of did like his training was more like experience. Like he he like went out, kind of adapted his own style of fighting, and then like there's the two sword style we never saw him use. But clearly, he's been training. He can use that, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Kawamatsu. Yeah, his was more like mental training because think he was in that prison being oh, poisoned. Wow, so yeah. like, his if anything, he just got resilience over time. Like yeah. it's it's just been he's been hardened. Like his his Kappa style is fucking sick. So sick. I love it. But like him, he did a number on Kaido with it. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. He really they they all did amazing against Kaido. Like okay, okay, no, we got to talk about it. Kiamon cuts through a fucking blast breath. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And it like blows back. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Oh, yeah. It's like, like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And it sends the like blast on both sides of the island. Shit was crazy. He did it not just once, but fucking twice. And then to, to the point that like. Kaido switched what kind of breath he was using, bro. Oh, he yeah. wasn't using fire oh, anymore. He was he using was spitting out lightning. lightning. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like, what? Kaido can shoot lightning too? Wait. Apparently. I mean, Kiamon's on another level. Yes. Because, like, he's keeping up with everybody who's been around for 20 years. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, he's on another level. Absolutely. But he then uses his ability that we've never seen him expand on other than, like, his his occasionally using flame rend here he, he does it with the fucking blast breath. Mm-hmm. He flame rended the blast breath as he was flying at him. Remember, like the first time he cut it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there was a second time and it was more epic. Like the first time was epic in like the effect of the blowback, yeah, like the blast, right? Mm-hmm. But the second time, flame- it's, he like it's a more directed back at a Kaido. I, okay. He uses yeah, yeah, yeah. Flame like, yeah, he did use it. Like he did use it differently. Like, didn't. Yeah, it was more pointed and direct. Like mm-hmm. when he used it, it showed an effect like in the middle, like showing it like kind of like a sword. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro, and that showed all of them using the two sword style, and it made like a low key like Odin, Odin, and like he cut. That was amazing. And they cut like, right, like right in the same spot too. That was fucking amazing. That was epic. Like, bro, I'm, I'm so impressed. The they are strong to the point where even Kaido said, like, "Oh, Jack, don't you don't have to apologize, bro. Like, it's like it's not that you're weak. They're just way too strong." Like, and he was just talking about, uh, uh, Nekamumushi and Dogstorm. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yes. <laughs> You know, oh. you know who really impressed me in that fight? Raizo. Oh, yes. Raizo. Talk about that attack. My man sealed up Kaido's fire blast. And redirected right. it back at him. Shit was, that was so amazing. Cool. When I read that, I was like, there's no fucking way that Raizo did that. And I was like, MB fucking P, dude. That For was so real. cool. That is a big player move right there. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he do that back when I was coming at them when Luffy was charging at Kaido? Just saying. <laughs> Where was Rizo during all that? I don't remember I don't where remember. he was. Pretty sure he was with him, wasn't he? He might have been. <laughs> yeah, no, it was super dope though. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, oh, I'm so sad that we're on like a two week break. Yeah, yeah, but I just that that's what I was. Reminder: thinking. If you hear this before episode. 1006 reminder there's gonna be a new opening don't watch it there's probably gonna be shit tons of spoilers you don't want to see i'm interested to see what they do (laughs) okay if you read the manga go for it but if not like and avoid it i'm scared it might honestly spoil something for me too because they're known to do that they've spoiled shit for manga readers i don't know how they do that i don't know how how that's far in advance you know like that means oda is like directly creating these these intros like no have the have have them do this and put this in there and oh oh yeah no throw that in there they're like what is that like, gonna be a thing oh it is a troll like that so like i want to see what they think hmm 
He is a troll. Yeah. Now, we're going to hit you with the awakening of the week. We're going to change it up a little bit this time. Normally, we do Paramecias. We've done a lot. So today, we're going to switch it up and do a Logia. Okay. And do the gas gas fruit eaten by Caesar Cloud Master. I feel like this is the best Logia we can go with because it's not a common one. It's not something basic like, oh, the fire fire fruit, the meta meta nummy. No, it's the gas gas fruit. You know, like fire fire awaken. Oh, you got hell. You got flame island. True. Yeah. Right. But but with the gas gas fruit, if it awakened. Like we saw with the awakening of the ice and the lava fruit, like mm-hmm. what it did. Right. Yeah. So there's like straight up, it's like a volcanic island on one side. And then they're just complete ice. And then ice, everything's frozen, blizzard, snow, like on the, on the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like we were talking like what really separates this Logia from like the other ones is like it's not an element. It's a state of matter. So, what? How would it affect the area? Because because the ice fruit like essentially turned it into a frozen tundra, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So would it like turn the island into gas? Like all the like solid states of matter would then turn into like into a gas, gas. you can manipulate. I would think, yeah. Really? That's so, so fucked. I mean, Man, like, Caesar would be insanely OP if One Piece was like taking place in space. Because then he could just lure people to Jupiter and take them out. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Jupiter, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Pirates in space, bro. Come on. Pirates Keep in up. space. Did you guys ever watch a Treasure Planet? I love Treasure Planet. Why is that not like a live action movie? I feel like it would do really good. Bro, Surprisingly, that, that movie did terrible. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like like Atlantis did way better than yeah. It. Oh yeah, Atlantis did. didn't even do good. I just feel like the concept of like Treasure Planet is something that could be really easily interpreted into a live action. Live action, yeah. You know, that would maybe do better than the animated version because I think it was the art style maybe of Atlantis and um, they dumped so much money into pl- Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I digress. Okay. Oh my god. So like, I mean, yeah. No. Do you think like, okay, so, so if, if the long term effect on islands, like like a, a snow island, for um, the fire fire fruit. Like, just somebody coming. Like, Ace came, and it, like, didn't snow for five days. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So, if Caesar was on a sky island, would it, like, would it be, like, really cloudy and rainy for a few days? Or would it, like, be, like, 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 would it be, like, hard to breathe because there's less oxygen? Like, is is there, does he take a change? I would think so, Yeah. You know, or or like, what if, what if, oh, what if on the island, instead of like 
the island itself turning into gas it like emanated something right so there's the lightning lightning fruit and it's awakened i'm pretty sure it's from an awakening sorry i'm pretty sure the island that's just one constantly lightning instead of punk hazard they could have went to that island and Luffy could have run around just fine because he's because <laughs> he's made of rubber. He's made of rubber. Honestly, Everybody keep else would have been that island. I feel like it's important. I don't know why they always go back. To yeah, and and Aru yeah. might have might have awakened it. Who knows? But like, say say that island was is the awakening mm-hmm. of the lightning lightning fruit. Then who's to say the awakening of a gas gas fruit wouldn't be like? Having have, like it like emanates like hydrogen and oxygen, just you know, different carbon light. like different gases, right? Mm. And then, boom, like oh, you know, just ignite it or move it, and yeah, oh. hit, like his whole gas in that thing. Like the fact that he's able to manipulate air, uh, the gas to where he can remove the oxygen from around you, yeah, and like suffocate you. Yeah. That's yeah, that's crazy. And that he could isolate oxygen and make his blue sword. That thing was so cool. Yeah, and Gastonet, like boom, just a little Gastonet explosion. Cool. You got me thinking with that Gastonet thing. Like if he awakened an entire island, he could nuke that entire island. That's nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I started thinking? <laughs> oh, ho, oh, oh, ho. Everybody's dead. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Go listen to our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, check us out on YouTube. You can also watch the fir- the video episode of this podcast a day early on Spotify. And uh, make sure to get any other additional information on our Discord. Uh, reminder, if you want to see any of our other videos, they're going to be up on YouTube. It should be an Anime Alchemist podcast. Also, make sure you guys rate us. Leave a review, please. It does help. Any little thing, even if you want to tell us that we're not handsome enough, I'll take it. Granted, we both know that motherfucker's too good looking. All right, Alchemist out. You talk about me, what you talk about, look at you. Alchemist out.